0: Kelly Hill knows that when we eat well, we live well. When we live well, we have rich, vibrant lives. By focusing our eating on properly prepared, nutrient-dense whole foods, Kelly Hill teaches us how easy eating well and living well can be. Now here's your host, Kelly Hill.
1: Welcome to Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. Back in April, I interviewed Dave Rico, author of The Five Things We Cannot Change and the Happiness We Find by Embracing Them. And as I explained on that episode, the book inspired me, gave me direction, and is one of the books I've returned to over the years when I feel a bit lost, shall we say. But the slightly more spiritual side didn't resonate with some listeners, and I received questions about how to create a happy, healthy, productive life, questions about how to identify, strengthen, and guide ourselves in order to have the most fulfilling life rather than just accepting our fate? These questions rattled around in the back of my head for a while as good fortune, good luck, divine intervention, the universe, whatever it is that makes wonderful things happen in our lives. I happened to sit down next to Sandy Abel at a meeting. When she stood to introduce herself to the group, she held up a copy of her latest book, Feeling Good About You, The Journey of Discovery That Leads to Self-Esteem. After engaging in a long conversation with Sandy, I knew I had found the person that could help answer those questions for my listeners. I read the book and sure enough, Here was the guide listeners were requesting. So, of course, I asked Sandy to join us on Eat Well to Live Well today. Now, Sandy Abel is president of Inside Jobs Coaching Company and has been a counselor and business and personal coach in Southern Oregon for 15 years. She's also, of course, an author, speaker, educator, and licensed therapist. Sandy's written several books, including Feeling Good About You, Moving Up to Management, Leadership and Management Skills for New Supervisors, and Moving Up to Management for Caregivers. You can also find all of these on her website, InsideJobs.com, as well as Amazon. Now, Sandy specializes in working with executives, business owners, professionals, caregivers, administrators, and people in transition. Her passion is to support and empower people to be the best they can be, and she concentrates on helping people improve their business, reach their goals, and maximize their potential in every aspect of their life. You can connect with Sandy through her website, InsideJobsCoach.com, or Facebook at Inside Jobs Coaching Company, or on Twitter at Sandy Abel. Joining us today is the author of Feeling Good About You, Sandy Abel. Thank you so much for joining us today on Eat Well to Live Well.
2: Kelly, it's such a pleasure to be here.
1: Well, it's always the, fun to talk with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had such a long conversation, so well, I'll do my best to make sure that, that we don't get too awfully sidetracked and we stick to the things that listeners have, have directly asked about. Um, so let's just get right into it. How did you decide to write Feeling Good About You?
2: Well, actually, uh, empowering people to feel good about who they are, uh, supporting them as they do that, has been my lifelong passion. Um I start the book, Feeling Good About You, by talking about when I was a child, I had no self-esteem. Um, I was probably fine until I was two and my little sister was born. And then all of a sudden, she was the focus of everybody's attention. And I interpreted that as meaning that I didn't count and I wasn't important. And then as she grew, she became uh, smart, cute, wonderful, beautiful had lots of friends, charming, all those things that sometimes little siblings are. And so I was the opposite. And the more we got into that, the older I got, the more I felt like I was in her shadow. And it was pretty much my perception, which is what it's all about. Sometimes people in our lives, the adults in our lives, tell us, that we are not lovable and valuable, but a lot of times they might say we are, and if our perception of what's going on doesn't fit that, then we create a lot of uh, self-talk, really, about how we're just not as important or valuable as other people. So anyway, I wanted to write, once I figured it out and understood that, it wasn't really about my sister and that I am as lovable and valuable as other people on the planet. Uh, I wanted to share that with others so that they can hopefully not feel negative about who they are.
1: So th- is this a change from your business coaching practice? Uh,
2: well, actually, no, I, I do both business and life coaching. So I, I, I work with entrepreneurs or small business owners to help them build their business and that kind of thing. But I also work with people in transition or just people who are struggling with who they are, where do I go from here, and do life coaching. Also, I'm a licensed professional counselor, so uh, I've been uh, in doing therapy for uh, 20 years or more um, Several years ago, I decided that I liked coaching because it's more results-oriented than counseling, but both are really valuable, and they're both about empowering people.
1: If you're just joining us today on Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill, we're discussing the importance of perception to feeling Good About Ourselves with the help of Sandy Abel, author of Feeling Good About You. Find more information at InsideJobsCoach.com To help build your confidence in the way you look, Online Esthetician is providing 10 lucky listeners this month the opportunity to consult with one of their estheticians for free. Enter to win at TheRightNutritionPlan.com Use the giveaway link on the right hand side. While you're on the website don't forget to sign up for free weekly nutrition tips. Again, all of this is at TheRightNutritionPlan.com so, Sandy, part of the book title is The Journey to Discovery that Leads to Self-Esteem. Yeah, we've all heard the term self-esteem, but what is it really? Well,
2: in my world, uh, I believe self-esteem is your reputation with you. When you look in the mirror, do you go, hey, good-looking, good, good looking, not just good-looking, but good person? I really appreciate who you are, you're very cool, or do you look, um, when you look in the mirror, are you a little unhappy with who you are and the person looking back at you? And it's not about your physical appearance at all. It's about who you are, not what you look like. And so self-esteem is your reputation with you. Uh, Self-confidence, on the other hand, is how you feel about your ability to go out and do your day. Um, A lot of people are very confident in their jobs or in whatever they need to go do, but then when they get home and are just with themselves, they do not like the person they are. Uh, Confidence is easily... uh, It's about how you feel, whether you can uh, succeed at what you need to go do. If, if you're having uh, a bad hair day, that could affect your confidence. If you're new on a job, that could affect your confidence because you're new and you don't know yet, so you don't value your ability to get out there and do it yet because you don't have the skills. Whereas self-esteem is pretty solid. It's like um, confidence is like a little boat on the top of the water It gets bounced around. If the weather's good and the water's smooth, your confidence can sail right along. But if you are uncomfortable, if you had a fight with your spouse or are worried about something, then it gets bounced all over the place, just like if there's a storm. Whereas your self-esteem is like the bottom of the ocean. It's pretty solid, and even if life throws you a lot of curves, or you have things that don't go the way you want them to, or somebody isn't really nice to you, that can put a cloud over your day, but it does not make you dislike the person you are.
1: Hmm. That's a, yeah, because they seem very intertwined to me. Um... And so I'm, the metaphor's good, and, and I like that, but I, I'm still trying to really understand how I know if I need to work on one or both of these pieces.
2: Okay. Well, we've all known people who are just dynamite at, at their job. They've been doing it for 10 years, and they're at the top of the ladder, and they're very successful in what they do. And they have Mm -hmm. good confidence about it. Every morning when they go to work, they go, hey, I know how to do this. I'm good with this. I can handle it. But when they are home, um, they may not be just away from the place where they feel successful. They may not like who they are. I have worked with a lot of executives who feel like they're just a fraud and don't feel that they really have much to offer the world, and they can go fake it, and people are happy with whatever their performance is, but their self-esteem is just how they feel about themselves. Am I a lovable, valuable, capable, competent person, or am I not? Hmm.
1: Does that... that yeah, no, it's Make it's sense. an interesting, well, it's, it, it, I have to kind of, it's one of those things that makes you stop and go, hmm, yeah. uh, because, you know, I think to some extent we all kind of assume that those are almost one and the same, basically, that if I'm good at my job, I naturally have good self-esteem, too, and if I have good self-esteem, I'm naturally probably good at whatever I choose to do, but uh, you're right, they are very different.
2: Yeah, they, they. A lot of times people use those terms interchangeably, and this is just my approach. I don't know if, if it, it's a, a dictionary definition or whatever, but it's been my experience just watching people for the most of my life that there are a lot of people who you think, I think I learned this when I was a therapist, because I had all kinds of folks come to my office, very wealthy people who have been very successful in business, but they would get to my office and we'd close the door and they would just fall apart. And it would nobody ever saw that, but I, it dawned on me that there is a huge difference, that these people were not happy with the person they are. They didn't treat themselves well. And they were under a lot of stress to present the powerful and control person out in the world, which they did well. Mm-hmm. But I saw lots and lots of people who were really unhappy human beings.
1: Oh, well, that's so unfortunate. We don't want anybody to to be like that. No, uh, no, no, not this at is why
2: all. Why I am all about self-esteem.
1: Perfect. Uh, Well, as as you can tell, we are discussing self-esteem and feeling good about yourself with Sandy Abel, author of Feeling Good About You. You can get more information at InsideJobsCoach.com. On her website, you'll find not only her amazing books, but resources, answers to many of your questions, and an opportunity to get her newsletter for free. All this information is at InsideJobsCoaching.com. Remember to enter to win one of 10 free live one-on-one personal skincare consultations from online estheticians on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. Feel free to connect with me on Twitter or Facebook at The Right Plan or email me at well at The Right Plan. Don't forget that you can catch a show at your convenience by downloading the free MP3 from iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. Also, while I'm on a roll, don't forget to grab a seat in my new free webinar, Three Myths That Are Keeping You Feeling Overweight, Exhausted, and Unable to Reach Your Goals. Find the next schedule at therightnutritionplan.com. We'll be right back to continue this discussion about the journey to feeling good about yourself with author Sandy Abel. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill.
0: Want energy all day. Ready to lose fat without feeling deprived? Tired of complicated weight loss programs? Wish there was a way to lose weight without processed and unnatural food? It's time to jumpstart your metabolism in a healthy way. The Kelly Hill way. This easy to follow two week fat loss program has a 100% success rate to date. It creates and maintains overall health while reducing fat. You'll have more energy. Think clearer. Feel better and have lost fat, all while following the two-week menu plan of simple recipes that use real, natural food and include healthy tips for every meal. The two-week fat loss program is a clear, easy-to-follow plan that will help anyone get back on the road to optimal health. Order the Right Plan Nutritional Counseling Two-Week Fat Loss Program today at therightnutritionplan.com/slash/book. Cleanse and detoxify your body. 28 Days to Better Health Using Nutrient-Dense Whole Foods is the hot new book written by Kelly Hill. We're inundated daily with toxic compounds in our food, water, air, even our own metabolic process. In this new book, Kelly leads us on that 28-day journey to better health using real, natural food. Experience with over 60 recipes to choose from, this is a cleanse that won't leave you bored. And while your taste buds are happy, you'll benefit from increased energy levels, an improved digestive system, a decrease in food sensitivities and cravings, minimizing aches, pains, and allergies. Begin your 28-day journey to better health and nutrition today by ordering your copy of Cleanse and Detoxify Your Body at TheRightNutritionPlan.com slash book. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. RightPlanNutrition.com slash book. Want to know the three biggest myths that keep you overweight? Well, now you can in Kelly Hill's free webinar. In just 40 minutes, you'll learn the three biggest nutrition myths that are keeping you overweight, feeling exhausted, and unable to reach your personal goals. The webinar is free, and you'll even get other great freebies that Kelly's clients use daily to reach their goals. It's easy. Visit therightnutritionplan.com slash webinar. That's therightnutritionplan.com slash webinar and sign up. 40 minutes that can change your life and help you find your optimal health. Sign up for the webinar and take the unprocessed challenge today to find the you that you know is there. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. Sign up for Kelly's free webinar today. Therightnutritionplan.com/webinar. That's therightnutritionplan.com/webinar. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with your host, Kelly Hill. If you have a question for Kelly, you can email her at well at nutritionplan.com. Now let's get back to Kelly Hill.
1: Welcome back as we continue at Eat Well to Live Well. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. Today, we're talking about... The Journey to Feeling Good About Yourself with Sandy Abel, author of Feeling Good About You. Visit insidejobscoach.com to meet the available coaches for small business, professional groups, and of course, personal. Follow Sandy on Facebook at Inside Jobs Coaching Company or on Twitter at Sandy Abel. So, you, I I know that a lot of the listeners that sent me emails after this other show that we were talking about uh, seemed by the, they're, information to me I have a pretty good idea that they're probably similar to me and that the super type a personalities that always try to be perfect and it sounds like the what you're talking about as self-esteem isn't necessary necessarily blending um, for a type a personality
2: a, a lot of type a personalities a, a particular client comes to mind um, that a former client that she was a high-powered CEO person, and she used the perfect word. I never use that word. I think we're all the perfect us. But to be perfect is really not attainable. Right. Because at some point, somewhere, something's going to happen to destroy the perfect record. So how about I, I choose to be the best I can be? on that day at that time, because that gives me a little more leeway to be human. Uh, Type A people are usually driven. Uh, If you look back at where they came from, um, I was talking to a woman the other day who said that her father always told her she had to be perfect. If she got straight A's, it was, why weren't there A pluses? I know that, plus, Dad. <laughs> it was more. You know, I, why weren't there extra pluses? It's, she could never be good enough. And so she incorporated that into her self-talk. Dad's voice is really loud in her head. And she never can please herself. And so no matter what she does, no matter how good she is or how successful she is, she's not going to feel like she's succeeding. And that's... that's a whoa huge thing to lay on yourself.
1: It's, it's, no, it, I found as soon as I gave up the idea of being perfect, it was very freeing.
2: Oh, it's hugely freeing because then you can just be you. And I don't even know what perfect looks like. I don't. But what yes. is perfect? It's just a vague idea that is there again, open to interpretation. Everybody has their own definition of what perfect is. So. If you've come from a place where that was laid on you, uh, please pay attention to what you're telling yourself in your head, whose voice is speaking to you, and maybe redo that message.
1: So how important is self-talk to having a healthy, fulfilling life?
2: Oh, I think it's all about, it's hugely important. Self-talk is that little voice in your head that runs all the time interpreting what's going on. At, right now, for some of your listeners, it might be saying, What? What's she talking about? I don't have anything like that. You know, but it's happening there. Mm-hmm. And it defines how you function and how you feel. People, people often say, Oh, it's just feelings. Well, feelings come from your self talk. You can have something happen. And five different people will be involved in it, and you will get five different feelings because you get different interpretations about what happened, what their self talk tells them to do. I, I think of my husband and I were on the freeway following a car that it was a nasty <laughs> accident. But anyway, we pulled right over, and my. My self-talk was just going, oh, my gosh, oh, dear, oh, I don't know what to do, oh, 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 you know. And it was going crazy, and part of it was that, Sandy, you're incapable of dealing with this. That was part of my self-talk. My husband, on the other hand, was very calm and collected. His self-talk told him, you can handle this, do what you need to do, calm down and think, because those were the messages he'd gotten from the people that raised him when he was a kid. So he got out of the car and put out the flares and dealt with the situation until the police got there. And I was on the side going, "Oh, oh, this is terrible!" <laughs> I was totally worthless, which appalled me later. It's something I need to work on. But it's all about what you tell yourself, and you get these uh, the self-talk messages from everywhere when you're young. Children are told all the time by their parents, their siblings, their friends, uh, the culture, their teachers, everywhere. They get messages about either you're smart and wonderful and capable and competent and can do anything, and we love you even if you don't. Um, And then others get messages that say um, you'll never be like like the woman I was talking to with the straight A's, Mm -hmm. you'll never be good enough, I don't care what you do, but you got to keep trying because if you want my love, I, you have to do this. And yeah. a lot of folks' love and acceptance and appreciation are based on what they do when they're children. A lot of parents tell their kids, you know, sit down, be quiet. Well, if you incorporate that into good people,
0: mm-hmm.
2: like my friend, good woman, sits down and is quiet and then you carry that into your adult life, you spend your life trying to do what your self-talk is telling you or what those old voices are telling you and they don't apply anymore.
1: Yeah, we've grown up.
2: Yeah, once, once you're an adult, a lot of times, like my friend, she had to cooperate when she was a child. She had to try to get straight A's because otherwise the consequences were not nice. Right. And so she did that because kids learn very quickly what they need to do to survive in their family.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But once you're an adult, you have the power and the right to create your own values and your own shoulds. These are all shoulds. Things- so
1: how, how much of our processes then are are determined by the nurturing or lack thereof in our early life? I think
2: all of it. I I mean, there are people who choose to over-rise above that, and that's fabulous. And somewhere along the way, they had somebody, probably, who said, it's okay, you don't have to do that. Or maybe they just have a whole lot of internal fortitude and have created powerful uh, self-talk that tells them they can do it regardless, or they're lovable and valuable, regardless of what other people say. But a lot of people are not able to make that leap until they become aware of the fact that they're talking to themselves and all the people that they knew when they were younger and forming their values and their shoulds are the things that you're told you should do this. Uh, When you're forming those when you're young, a lot of people don't even think about them. They just incorporate them into who they are. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, and, and that makes sense. Um, if you're just joining us today on you Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill, we're discussing the importance of self-talk with Sandy Abel, author of Feeling Good About You. Visit the website at InsideJobsCoach.com for more information. You can also connect with her on Facebook at Inside Jobs Coaching Company or on Twitter at Sandy Abel. If you missed any part of the show, download the free MP3 from iTunes or listen on my website, TheRightNutritionPlan.com. Don't forget to enter this month's free giveaway. Enter at com. Just click on the giveaway link on the right-hand side. So... I, I don't want to skip past shoulds because uh, and it's that's kind of a long a long discussion and, and I know we'll have to go to break here in a few minutes so uh, but let's I want to stick a little bit with self talk and the idea that uh, you're right, I think people don't understand you know we think we're talking to ourselves in, in you know, just the way we've always heard it, if it comes from family and outside sources as we we grow up. How do we start changing? that self talk
2: well, the first step I believe is to just become aware of it. start noticing what you 're saying to yourself as you go through your day if if, if you wake up and it 's pouring rain, do you say, "Oh wow, this is really cool. I love the rain, or do you say oh it 's a terrible day i 'm just going to get wet it 's going to ruin my hair." start paying attention to how you talk to yourself and the messages you give yourself.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Once you have started to identify those, especially around areas that are causing you problems or you're uncomfortable, if once you identify what you're saying to yourself, I imagine you'll find that it's not real supportive and loving. And then you can ask yourself, does this still apply?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, like, a woman who was told to sit down and be quiet. Maybe it doesn't apply anymore. And if it doesn't apply, then you can let go of the old message and create a new one that says, if you have something important to say, you're valuable and have a right to say it. So stand up and do it or whatever you need to do. Uh, I, I like the image of the inner child. Do we have time to talk about immer, inner Yes, child? go ahead. Okay, great. All of us have an inner child who is that little person we were between the age of three and seven, probably, when we were absorbing all of this. Kids absorb an amazing mm-hmm. amount of information. And when we were little people... If we were fortunate, we had somebody to support us and give us good messages. But if we didn't, then we've you have the problems that we've talked about. And I like to imagine my inner child, she's about five, and she's in my gut. We all have one in, internally somewhere. And I, I picture her. This is a little image thing. Um, of sitting in my gut in a, on a stool just sort of watching Sandy the adult run her life. And when I'm do, when Sandy the adult's doing fine, Sandy the child sits there and just, you know, watches and feels fine. But when I have to do something or am confronted with something that she's afraid of or uncomfortable with, because her messages when she was little told her that she couldn't do or couldn't handle. An example is, uh, recently I gave a talk to 200 people. And in the old days, I was terrified of public speaking, partially because I didn't have a lot of friends, and whenever I tried to do something, I got laughed at and whatever. So when I accepted this speaking engagement, my inner child jumped up off the stool in my gut and got about 40 feet tall and really loud and said, no, you can't do that. They're going to laugh at you. You're going to be a fool. You Don't go there. You can't do that. And so I had to talk her down. Mm-hmm. And that's all inner self-awareness that I talked to her and myself she's my inner child, I'm the adult, just as if I had a a child I was holding, walking with by the hand,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and if we were going into a place where we had to talk to 200 people and I was taking my five-year-old by the hand in there and she went, no, no, we can't do that, I I would say, it's all right, I've got this, you don't have to do it because you're five, and when you're five, you don't know how to handle this. But I do, because I'm an adult, and I've done this for a long time, and it's okay. And so you just sit back down there and watch and be amazed. And I have to work with my inner child all the time. But it's really effective, because I'm aware of when she panics, and I'm aware of the old messages that she's channeling that make her panic. And then I realize, but wait those don't apply anymore because I'm an adult now and I know how to do this and I'm pretty capable, competent, and
1: I can make it happen. But
2: I still have to work with her because she's still in my gut.
1: Her inner child never leaves us. Um, But thankfully, Sandy Abel, author of Feeling Good About You: the journey of discovery that leads to self-esteem can help guide you deal with your inner child learn more at insidejobscoach.com we'll continue getting more great information from sandy after the break you're listening to eat well to live well with me your host kelly hill
0: not only can you learn about new and fascinating nutritional products at the right nutrition but you can win them too Every month, The Right Plan features a nutritional or innovative product like the ECO Lunchbox, pumpkin seed butter and pumpkin protein powder, fudge sauce from Wax Orchards, Zorba's handcrafted raw chocolates, coconut oil, and so much more. And every month, one lucky visitor will win the product to try themselves. It's easy to enter. Just visit therightnutritionplan.com slash giveaway. After you've entered the giveaway, check out some of Kelly's delicious recipes that not only will please your taste buds, but your waistline and health as well. At therightnutritionplan.com, you'll learn more about all the wonderful nutritious options that are available to you and your family. Remember, everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. rightnutritionplan.com giveaway. Here is your opportunity to create a vibrant new you. Join international radio talk show host Kelly Hill and women's natural health coach Michelle Greenman at the Vibrant New You Retreat. This retreat will empower you to make the changes you've been searching for and help lay in the foundation for living the life you want to live, the vibrant you. Located at the beautiful Ashland Springs Resort in Ashland, Oregon, this retreat will help you create a vibrant life by first constructing your perfect plan and setting your vision and creating accountability for yourself. Kelly and Michelle will help you conquer negative self-talk, find positive motivation, and teach you how to create more vibrancy in your life. The Lithia Ashland Springs Resort offers its guests free breakfast each morning, natural mineral waters with soaking tubs, and so much more. For more information about the Vibrant New You Retreat, visit the slash retreats This wonderful opportunity is only offered to a limited number of people. So visit the rightnutritionplan.com/retreats to reserve your seat today. Want to know the three biggest myths that keep you overweight? Well, now you can in Kelly Hill's free webinar. In just 40 minutes, you'll learn the three biggest nutrition myths that are keeping you overweight, feeling exhausted, and unable to reach your personal goals. The webinar is free, and you'll even get other great freebies that Kelly's clients use daily to reach their goals. It's easy. Visit therightnutritionplan.com slash webinar. That's therightnutritionplan.com slash webinar and sign up. 40 minutes that can change your life and help you find your optimal health. Sign up for the webinar and take the unprocessed challenge today to find the you that you know is there. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. Sign up for Kelly's free webinar today, therightnutritionplan.com slash webinar. That's therightnutritionplan.com slash webinar. This is Eat Well to Live Well with your host, Kelly Hill. Have a question for Kelly? You can email her at well at the right nutrition Now back to Kelly Hill.
1: Welcome back as we continue at Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. Joining us today is Sandy Abel, author of Feeling Good About You. Visit the website insidejobscoach.com for more information or pick up any of Sandy's books there or on Amazon, you can connect with her on Facebook at Inside Jobs Coaching Company or on Twitter at Sandy Abel. Now, I'd, um, I want to go back a little bit and talk about shoulds because um, when I say should, I'm thinking of that in quotes, of course. And I, I think that's some of the most harmful words people can use. Uh, how do you recommend people work through the idea that they should do something?
2: Oh, yeah, my favorite thing is don't should on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think uh, here again, we're back to those messages. And a lot of them are uh, things that were we were taught when we were young that you should always or you should never. Mm-hmm. And then you put whatever the message is in there. And it's important to look at whose should it is. And does it apply? We're still looking at shoulds. And there are so many in our culture, in the American culture, that are really common. Um, Like the woman I was talking about who had the, you should always sit down and be quiet. Or of other shoulds are uh, other people don't want to hear your problems so you should never share with others or um, you tell me kelly do you have a should
1: you know i have to be honest i probably do now but i i don't think of them as shoulds anymore uh i that that is a process i went through in my life and uh now i i try to redirect it as wants So if it doesn't fit into the words, I want to do it, uh, it doesn't, I no longer allow it to apply. I love that. Yeah. So I don't, I don't use should, uh, in fact, I actually make a conscious effort not to use that word because I think it bears too much uh, heaviness where if I say I want to do something, then it also becomes part of my motivation. And if I don't want to do it, then I need to own that and say, I don't want to do it.
2: Right, exactly. Oh, that's beautiful. I love it. And, and when you want to do something, then you're claiming responsibility for it. You're not just doing what somebody else has laid on you.
1: But okay. I will say now, in fairness, I don't want that to sound like you know, yay, me, look at what I've done. One, I've done a lot of work to get to that spot, so a oh, lot a we- lot of therapy got me there yeah. uh, and and two, I, I I did have a lot of shoulds, as I think most women do uh, until they work through that process. I mean, I heard them all, you know uh, you need to be pretty, you need to be thin, you need to be nice, uh, or should see, I don't even yeah. you should, but that was it. Yeah, you should be yeah, nice, you, need you should to be
2: flat be so should
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and and those were all you know, those were all shoulds that I accepted from mm-hmm. various people in my life when I was younger, and then at uh, about the age of twenty five or twenty six, realized I didn't want those anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> so, love it. That is so
2: perfect. Yes, yeah. women but, have a whole lot of shoulds about behavior, and men also have a lot of shoulds about behavior. There's are more, uh, you should be athletic, you should be strong, you should be able to handle everything, uh, you should make a lot of money, you should, uh, there are shoulds for all of us. And it really doesn't matter male or female. It matters look at your shoulds and see if they're wants. I love that. That's fabulous.
1: If they're wants or if they're
2: somebody else's shoulds.
1: Yeah, if there's somebody else's, I'm all about getting rid of them. I love that.
2: That's fabulous. And that's what I'm hoping that people will do. That's what feeling good about you is, is acknowledge what your shoulds are, and they're delivered to you through your self-talk, and then decide whether they're wants.
1: If you're just joining us today on Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill, we're discussing getting rid of our shoulds with Sandy Abel, author of Feeling Good About You. Find more information at InsideJobsCoach.com or connect with her on Facebook at Inside Jobs Coaching Company or on Twitter at Sandy Abel. Remember, you can hear this show or past episodes anywhere by downloading the free MP3 from iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutritionplan.com, where you can also enter to be one of the lucky winners every month for great free items. Enter at therightnutritionplan.com by clicking the giveaway links on the right-hand side. Now, you make a great point in your book about how others respond to us and what this actually reflects. Can you explain that concept a bit further?
2: Sure. Uh, other people's responses to us are usually about who they are, not about us. The, when you're small, if your parents are saying, sit down and be quiet, is that for you? Or is that because they don't want to deal with a, a kid running around or being loud or whatever? It's for them. Uh and when you're older, people come to you, when people come to you, it's with their own perceptions, their own attitudes, their own shoulds, and it's very common for them to just project those onto you, uh, back to the the stereotypes of how women should act and, and sit down and be quiet. So if you have a man you're dealing with who is fairly chauvinistic and expects women to sit down and be quiet and be cooperative and all that, and you're not, he gets upset. It's not about your behavior. It's about where he's coming from and what his expectations and his perceptions are. So if somebody doesn't like you, unless you have, you know, walked up and smacked them or something <laughs> mm-hmm. in whatever reason. But just being you, doing what you do, if somebody chooses to not like you, that's really not about you. That's about who they are and what's going on with them. And a lot of people will internalize that and go, oh, they don't like me, it's just terrible that's probably not what's going on if you haven't deliberately provoked something. It's, it's where they're coming from and what their insecurities are.
1: Their own issues.
2: Their own issues. There you go.
1: They probably have their own self-talk they need to deal with. Absolutely. A lot of it. And a
2: lot of shoulds, uh, like the, men, the man in my example who expects women to sit down and be quiet. That's his issue. That's not yours.
1: I like the idea, don't should on yourself. I may need to print that on my wall here. We have to take a short break. We've been talking with Sandy Abel, author of Feeling Good About You. You can find more information at InsideJobsCoach.com or connect with her on Facebook at Inside Jobs Coaching Company or on Twitter at Sandy Abel. Catch this entire show as well as past episodes by downloading the free MP3 from iTunes or listen on my website, TheRightNutritionPlan.com, where you can also sign up to receive free weekly nutrition tips, no strings attached. If you're interested in learning about the three myths that are keeping you feeling Overweight, exhausted, and unable to reach your goals, grab an online seat for my new webinar at therightnutritionplan.com. It's free also. We'll be right back to continue this discussion about and start looking at the steps that we need to take to begin feeling better about ourselves with Sandy Abel. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill.
0: Want energy all day? Ready to lose fat without feeling deprived? Tired of complicated weight loss programs? Wish there was a way to lose weight without processed and unnatural food? It's time to jumpstart your metabolism in a healthy way, the Kelly Hill Way. This easy-to-follow two-week fat loss program has a 100% success rate to date. It creates and maintains overall health while reducing fat. You'll have more energy, think clearer, feel better, and have lost fat. All while following the two-week menu plan of simple recipes that use real, natural food and include healthy tips for every meal. The two-week fat loss program is a clear, easy-to-follow plan that will help anyone get back on the road to optimal health. Order the Right Plan Nutritional Counseling two-week fat loss program today at therightnutritionplan.com slash book. Cleanse and detoxify your body. 28 days to better health using nutrient-dense whole foods is the hot new book written by kelly hill we're inundated daily with toxic compounds in our food water air even our own metabolic process In this new book kelly leads us on that 28-day journey to better health using real natural food experience with over 60 recipes to choose from this is a cleanse that won't leave you bored And while your taste buds are happy, you'll benefit from increased energy levels, an improved digestive system, a decrease in food sensitivities and cravings, minimizing aches, pains, and allergies. Begin your 28-day journey to better health and nutrition today by ordering your copy of Cleanse and Detoxify Your Body at therightnutritionplan.com slash book. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. rightplannutrition.com slash book. Not only can you learn about new and fascinating nutritional products at TheRightNutritionPlan.com, but you can win them, too. Every month, The Right Plan features a nutritional or innovative product, like the ECO Lunchbox, pumpkin seed butter and pumpkin protein powder, fudge sauce from Wax Orchards, Zorba's handcrafted raw chocolates, coconut oil, and so much more. And every month, one lucky visitor will win the product to try themselves. It's easy to enter. Just visit TheRightNutritionPlan.com slash giveaway. After you've entered the giveaway, check out some of Kelly's delicious recipes that not only will please your taste buds, but your waistline and health as well. At therightnutritionplan.com, you'll learn more about all the wonderful nutritious options that are available to you and your family. Remember, everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. rightnutritionplan.com slash giveaway. You're tuned in to Eat Well to Live Well with your host, Kelly Hill. You can connect with the show by emailing Kelly at eatwelltolivewell at Plan.com. Follow Kelly on Twitter at The Right Plan.
1: Now back to Kelly Hill. Welcome back as we continue at Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. Today we've been talking about building self-esteem in order to create a Happy, healthy, fulfilling life, which we all desire, thanks to the help of Sandy Abel, author of Feeling Good About You. Visit her website, Inside Coaches. I'm sorry. Let's try that one more time. Visit her website, InsideJobsCoach.com to join her... newsletter, pick up any of her amazing books, read resources, and get any of your questions answered. Remember, you can be one of 10 listeners who will win a live one-on-one personal skincare consultation this month, since looking better always does make us feel better about ourselves, whether it's self-confidence or self-esteem, and it's free, so enter to win at therightnutritionplan.com. Just click on the giveaway link on the right-hand side. Next week, we're going to continue in this vein by being gentle and non-judgmental non-judgmental with ourselves by learning how to create positive affirmations, which will help get rid of some of that self-talk. With us will be Scott Armstrong, founder and president of Boulder Coaching Academy. Scott was a huge help when I was writing my Cleanse and Detoxify Your Body, 28 Days to Better Health, using nutrient-dense whole foods. Affirmations make you conscious of your thoughts. These need to be positive thoughts as we are declaring our belief firmly and asserting it to be true. Scott will explain how to create positive affirmations, all about setting our intentions and why it's so important that this way that we can all declare to the universe what we want to be true. I'm sure this isn't a new topic to today's guest, Sandy Abel, author of Feeling Good About You. So I, I want to get right to the the how do we move forward. So if people feel powerless in their situation, what do you recommend they do? Well, I'd
2: like to address the affirmation.
1: Sure, go oh, ahead.
2: You brought it up. That's great. Uh, positive affirmations can really be helpful, but before you do that, it's important to understand where the negativity is coming from. and back to the self-talk, what you're saying to yourself instead of affirmations, uh, what is the negative? What's the opposite of that? Because if you don't get clear, I'm all about affirmations. They're fabulous. And you can create affirmations that uh, empower you. I, I like simple ones, like you can do this. Yes. or you've got this or whatever but if you don't first understand that you have a voice in your head that says you can't do this you're totally incompetent you can't do anything it's sort of like putting icing on garbage <laughs> you've got you've got the the beautiful affirmation that you say to yourself over and over and over and over again but if the voice in your head is saying duh that's ridiculous, I don't buy that, that's not true, Um, you're going to have a war in your head. So with affirmations, first of all, pay attention to what is the negative message you're giving yourself and then rewrite it into a great affirmation and then say that. But give yourself permission to let go of the negative one first.
1: No, nope, so. I'm all over that. I like getting rid of the negative. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I'm sorry you asked the question, and I just that's ranted a, about affirmations okay. instead.
1: <laughs> no, and well, the nice thing is, it's going to be this great segue week after week. We're going to start with with this discussion about the inner talk and or the inner child and the self talk, and then Scott's going to help us figure out how we rethink that in a way that uh, you know w- will hopefully build better self esteem. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if people if people are feeling powerless in their situation, of whatever's going on in, in their life, um, what, do you, what do you recommend that they can do? Uh,
2: be gentle with yourself, please. You have an inner child in there. You would not be mean and cruel to a five-year-old. So be gentle with him or her. And be supportive and loving, which is if you're doing that for your inner child, you're doing that for yourself. And give yourself permission to to change some of your uh, perceptions and some of the messages that you've believed all your life. Uh, Give yourself permission to create those affirmations and let go of the old ones.
1: So if people are, are going to make just one change today. Because we've locked, talked about a lot of stuff. And some of this, even though we've, you know, t- we've tried to talk about this in a, a light manner, some of this stuff is some, some actually pretty heavy issues that takes mm-hmm. time to deal with. You know, it, Obviously, we're not going to fix anybody in 46 minutes. But <laughs> um, if people are, are thinking about this and they want to maybe start this path, and What is one thing that they can do? What What's one change that they can make right now that's going to help them along this this journey?
2: Pay attention to your self talk and keep it gentle. Be gentle with yourself.
1: And I think people. I I know that when I learned that my self talk was negative, and it was really, um, almost scary how bad I talked to myself. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I thought, oh, my gosh, you know, I, like you say, I would never say that to somebody else. Why am I willing to say it to me?
2: Right. You're abusing yourself. It mm-hmm. is abuse. And if you would not accept it, or even if you would accept it from somebody else, don't accept it from yourself. Don't do that to yourself.
1: Yeah. It, that's, it's compassion for yourself <laughs> is really one of the things that you talk about, that that, that compassion for yourself is, is what leads to self, self-esteem.
2: Well, and compassion is a fabulous word. You have to realize that you are not perfect. Nobody's perfect. There's a concept, The Shadow, by Carl Jung, that we're everything that we think we're not. We're we're all the negative things as well as the positive things. We don't want to think that we're violent and mean and stupid and all that. But everything's balanced in nature, And people are balanced. We have all those possibilities of being negative. And when those arise, don't throw yourself away because you were angry or because you felt like you wanted to hit somebody. That doesn't mean you're a bad person. That's just your shadow coming up. And it's important to be compassionate for your shadow side and love all of you, not just parts of you.
1: Well, today we've talked about accepting ourselves as humans, uh, how to respond to so uh, you know that how others respond to us doesn't necessarily define who we are. Compassion for ourselves is what self-esteem is about and dealing with our inner child and self-talk. That's a lot, but um it, it's really great stuff as we move along that journey toward increasing our self-esteem and feeling good about ourselves. And this has all been thanks to the author of Feeling Good About You, Sandy Abel. Check out InsideJobsCoach.com to learn more about her services, pick up any of Sandy's great books, Uh, learn about if coaching is for you, join her newsletter, many other great pieces of information out there or connect with her on Facebook at Inside Jobs Coaching Company or on Twitter at Sandy Abel. Again, lots of fantastic information found in all those places. Thank you so much for joining us today, Sandy, and helping us better understand the importance of self-esteem to a happy, healthy, productive, and fulfilling life.
2: Thank you, Kelly. It's been a great pleasure
1: appreciate it. Don't forget, listeners, to sign up to win one of those free consultations from online esthetician at the therightnutritionplan.com. Just look for the quick links to giveaways on the right-hand side. While you're entering this month's great giveaway, remember you can receive nutrition tips for free each week by signing up at the therightnutritionplan.com. Grab your seat in the upcoming free webinar, Three Myths That Are Keeping You Feeling Overweight, Exhausted, and Unable to Reach Your Goals. It's all free at therightnutritionplan.com. Remember, if you missed any part of the show, download the free MP3 at iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutrition.com plan.com constantly lots of great stuff on that website next week we'll learn how to create positive affirmations in order to set our intentions to be healthier and happier of course before then if you're on the roll start thinking about your inner child and your self talk and you'll be able to make even better positive affirmations as always remember when you eat well you live well so join me every monday at 2 p.m pacific for eat well to live well with kelly hill see you next week
0: Thank you for being a part of our show today. Live well to eat well with Kelly Hill. You can listen to the program live every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific time and 5 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Health and Wellness channel. Everything you eat has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan.